improved our podcast setup, and now we have comfortable couches. Love it. Eventually, we'll have video, and people will be able to see us. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really nice. Do you think that we'll have pressure to like? I don't know, actually look good on a Monday if people, like, <laughs> are going to see us on video. I don't know. You know what? People are really going to see the authentic Melissa. I feel like the point of this podcast is authenticity. That's what I'm saying. So much, It'll be hit or miss. Yeah. It'll be all depending on how my Monday goes. Yeah, it's. I, I think that, you know, some Mondays we may bring the heat and some Mondays it is what it is. Yeah, and, that's know, what I love. It's all good. Okay, so we are in week two of our series, Enemies of the Soul, um, that started a couple weeks ago, and Nate taught this past week. How would you feel about it? You were on stage this week. Yeah, um, I got to listen to like 95% because we did a response song. Because you had to go get back up yeah. on stage. Is um, there like a, I felt like there's like a real like hustle back to the green room to get on stage when there's a response song. There always is because you're like, oh, I don't want to miss it. Oh, yeah. Is that the cue? Because, like, from a band standpoint, like, um, you know, we'll talk about it in production meeting. Okay, this is going to be the slide for you to go back. Well, depending on, like, how much time is on the, the clock in the back, I mean, like, right. you might hit the slide and, like, only talk about two minutes There's of the five so minutes that you planned that's for right, yeah. and so as a communicator we get a lot of flex like, yeah there's a lot of ah, we'll see what happens and you guys are like okay. what do you mean yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no like i need to know yeah two or five minutes it makes a difference a huge difference mm -hmm. yeah yeah i always think that that's that's such a funny i i like response songs though. oh i love them like i was talking to somebody in the lobby yesterday um i don't even know that he listens um but he was like you know i really like when we do a response song I need like a little cuddling after the talk, you know, like I, I need some time to think with Jesus. <laughs> like, that's a weird way to put that. That but is okay. such a weird way to put it, but I love that. Like, okay. I just need like a little, a little cuddle yeah, at the end. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so we're in this series called Enemies of the Soul. Um, week one was kind of dedicated to uh, the enemy and, you know, um, and Nate did a good job with that. And then yesterday... Um, he took on, like, the second kind of thing that fights against the peace that God wants for us, which is our own flesh, is it's kind of what he said. Um, and we were kind of chatting before the podcast, and we're like, cut it off, because you're like, we have to wait. Yeah, we have to talk yeah, about this on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> but I just feel like there are a lot of different directions mm. we could go with this. Like, what did you think about it? Did you, you enjoy that? Yeah, um, I, it was one of my favorites of um, in, a, in a little while, actually. Yeah, um, I really liked the control piece. Um, we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, a lot of times when the flesh is talked about, um, it's talked about from like an addictive standpoint, not so much of like a control. Yeah, it's more, piece. it's, yeah, it's very much so like talking about, um, like we said, pornography or yeah, drugs yeah. or like ten physical temptation, I yeah. guess. Like it tends to get put in that arena, maybe. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yesterday it was kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. He talked a lot about that kind of control part of that. And, yeah, I guess, like, even thinking about, you know, the ways that we wanted to go with this conversation, I'm, I'm kind of looking back through my notes and, and kind of where we were. I thought it was very interesting that he drew the line um, of, like, temptation starts to come in whenever we start to believe that, um, I don't know, we have a better gauge of right and wrong than mm -hmm. God. And he even kind of talked about it from the standpoint of, you know, this this tempter you know when our flesh starts to come into this 
is when we think that we know better than God or mm. God is not actually as good as we might have thought. Yeah. Which I don't feel that way in the moment. Yeah. But it kind of put a name to feelings that I've had before in the past, Absolutely. I guess. Absolutely. Like, I don't have that complete of a thought whenever yeah. I am. I'm not like, I definitely know better than God. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, that's not what happens. But I find myself in a selfish place or I find myself in a place where I'm giving into some sort of, like, um, you know, thing that I struggle with or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and, may, and and typically for me, it is control. Yeah. You know, and and then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that oh. is what that <laughs> feeling is. Right. So I'm, kind of, I'm thinking about how, how can this conversation go on this podcast? What would be super useful? And I love, you know, we joke about it, but authenticity is kind of the thing at vertical. Like, mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about it earlier, but I feel like control is where so many of us actually struggle yes you know like we we feel like we have peace when we have control we know that that's not necessarily true but I don't know I can distract myself into feeling like I'm in control most of the time I don't know does that make sense yes absolutely I mean um I feel like I've figured this out about myself in the past like year and a half yeah I'm a control freak and I did not even know yeah right um but my control stems from like I feel like things will not go on without me. Like right. if I'm not there, if I'm not involved, if I'm not involved and I'm not there, like it's not going to go what, well. What, what is that? Like, I, I don't know why I convinced myself of that because I'm well aware of the things I'm not good at. Yes. Same. But <laughs> still it's like, if I'm not present, things are not going to go the way that they need to go. Right. I totally understand what that's like. Like, um, this season for me, um, I'm home with our daughter for mm-hmm. June and July right, right now. Yeah. And um, this season for me has sort of been like a little bit of a growing season uh-huh. because I'm not doing as much as I normally do. And I'm like, wait, it's all going on. Yeah. Everything is fine without me. Without my hands. I don't it. have to be there. It's okay. Things are moving it, on right it, along. Is that humbling? Is that frustrating? How, I mean, honestly, I felt so much peace about it. Like it's relief. V- yes. Relief, peace, and just like. Um, at the table on Tuesday night, we were talking about like what season of life that we're in. Yeah. And I was saying, I'm in like such a restful season. And that is insanity <laughs> You're for like, me. When have I said this? Before? I have never, ever been in a restful season I, yeah, in my life. That's, uh, I'm going to give you kudos to, to your maturity there because I feel like whenever. I, I would like to think that I would feel peaceful about being able to step out of things and just watch them like mm-hmm. handle themselves. But I, I feel like I might feel, I don't know, I might have a little bit of an inferior thing where it's like, oh no, like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I really do struggle with the control of yeah. that. So is that, I mean, for, for you, is that like the way your, your house runs? Is that, is that, you know, Andrew like running the business and you just being able to like, what, what is that? Um, well, this summer I'm only teaching. I'm going to uh, bring you into vulnerability. Yeah, here. That's, 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 <laughs> that's fine. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Um, authenticity. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm only teaching one class this summer. Yeah. Um, for the listeners who don't know this about me, I am a dance teacher. I teach little babies, tap, yeah. ballet, and jazz, right. um, from ages two to like seniors in high school. Yeah. So very wide range there, but, um, I'm only teaching like one class this summer and, um, the lady who I work for at the studio, she um, asks a lot of me. Yeah. Um, last year, her mom had cancer and she wasn't around as much. And so I was like, 
all hands on all deck. hands on deck yeah. teaching everything I could doing all the classes doing all the things right and um like a little piece of me was like okay if I'm not there things will crumble yeah but like that's 100 percent not the case that's a that's a kind of scary place to be particularly when you do have people who really are counting on you so like is it one of those things where you made a conscious decision like I'm going to spend this time with Caroline and that's like that's going to be the emphasis for this point of time I've been um really working on boundaries this past year Ooh. of just we could do like a series of podcasts oh, on that my gosh it is Maybe so tough it is so tough for me because I'm such a people pleaser I want to say yes everything in my being is like yes I'll do it well and you yes are, I'll do, yes I'll be there yeah yeah you're you're an active I mean you and Andrew both are active people like you like no I want to be a part of it like, yeah you know I'm capable let me you yes know, that's a hard thing to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just setting boundaries in like my career, setting boundaries in my personal life and in relationships with family members and different things of just being like, hey, I, I have to have these parameters to feel rest. Right. If I if I don't set these boundaries, I'm going to run myself to the ground well and the people that need you don't get the best version of exactly you. yeah exactly yeah. so I'm, I'm curious I, I'm a little bit um, envious and I'm also um, uh, 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 <laughs> I, I'm a lot intrigued by the, your ability to do that because I'm really bad at that like mm -hmm. I'm, I am not good at the boundary work uh, I'm I'm I almost have to like set up blocks like this belongs in this block this belongs in this block but like you're saying that's a scary thing because then your life becomes compartmentalized yeah and that seems dangerous. Mm. And so I am curious just because it seems like you're kind of living in the spot of like you had to figure that out. You know, one of the things Nate said yesterday is when we're feeling that way, that tension, um, you know, it's because our flesh and our spirit are kind of unaligned. Mm. And I thought that was really kind of smart. Like it's this thing where like we know Jesus died for us. We know yeah. he saved us from our sins and he gave us this helper in his spirit and that's mm -hmm. within us. But our, our body and our mind and our personhood kind of fights against that yes and so when we are having when we're struggling with those boundaries we're struggling with our you know who god is calling us to be in a season like a lot of times it's our our flesh and our spirit like mm -hmm. kind of at odds how do we go about centering ourselves back you know kind of in alignment with his spirit like i guess that's what i walked away yesterday with my mo most of my thoughts on like it can seem very like woo woo mm -hmm. spiritual like but, but in reality, we all know what that stress of not being aligned with God feels like. Yeah. And I'm curious to know, like, what does that look like for you when you are in the process of getting realigned with his spirit and who he wants you to be, not just who Melissa wants to be? Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I think just my personality type, I'm like, I'm 100 miles an hour. And right. when I get to zero... I'm like, crashed. I'm, I'm totally out. I'm 100% crashed. Yeah. And it's sort of, I am so hard-headed. It kind of takes me it takes to some, zero it to, to get there. Yeah. Oh, and I'm I, like, oh I, my I, gosh. I know what that's like. Yeah. Like how I had, it's like I had these blinders on this whole time. I'm just like. What did I do to myself? Yes. Yeah. And then I get to zero and I'm like, whoa, this is not yeah. <laughs> what I'm supposed to be doing. And when I get to zero, a lot of times, um, like my mind goes dark yeah. and that's not who I am. And I'm like, okay, let's, wrong. something is wrong here. Let's, let's take a couple steps back and, yeah. and figure that out. Um, so the first thing is time. Yeah. 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 So then when you, <clears throat> you've taken the time to kind of figure that out, 
is it a it sounds like you're saying there's a bit of a reduction like you almost have to i don't know get to a place where you've trimmed back some of the fat to like no this is the important thing i guess yeah i guess it's for me when i'm thinking about it i'm a very visual person i'm thinking about like a building like collapsing right yeah like everything exploded and there's rubble everywhere yeah. and you have to kind of remove all the little pieces the bits, and pieces, the bits and pieces to pull it back and be like okay this is what this is what matters and it needs to stay right here I agree with that yeah I, I feel like I've kind of been in this process maybe the last six months or so of like I don't want to be involved in things that either aren't good for me or I'm not good for mm. you know what I mean like I think that man I, I, I totally um I, I really really uh, get what you're saying in that like I can get involved in so many things and genuinely be trying to do good things and then I you know I rack up all these responsibilities and people are counting on me in certain spots and I realize that like I I can't be good at all of these things at once yeah you know what I mean and so I feel like I've kind of been in a season of pruning almost like taking you know taking some responsibility and delegating it or or letting somebody who is more gifted in a certain area take certain things. Whew, delegation. Oh, I'm so bad. That at is it. a hard, hard well, thing to do. If I'm honest, it hurts my ego. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, I'm not the man for this job. That I don't know about as like a woman, but as a guy, that sucks. Like yeah. I, I'm just not good at that, you know. Um, I think that plays into control though. Yeah, of right. like, if you have a an issue with control, me raising my hand. Yeah. Um, if you have an issue with control, like taking a step back and realizing things go on without you, or if you give the responsibility to somebody else, right? everything is still going to go just the same way. Well, it does sort of hurt your ego a it little does, bit. And it's almost like comical. You're like, yeah, you're why like, am I being so petty about uh -huh. this? But it, it does. Yeah. It hurts your ego a little bit. And also you're like, why was I so stressed out about this when I could have done this months ago? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm angry. Like, golly, I put all this like stress and pressure on myself for what? I, I'm curious because like, I, I don't know what this looks like as like as a female, but as a guy, I have like a stupid example of this. But like <laughs> at the beginning of the summer, Caitlin's like, you're super busy with work. Uh, a lot of people know, like we're making a lot of hires at Vertical, but that means that we're kind of picking up some slack. Yeah. Also, I had a race coming up and all this stuff. And she was like, why don't we pay for somebody to like do our lawn and take mm. care of all of that? And I'm like, no, no I'm, I can do like, it. I'm, I don't want to be the kind of guy that doesn't mow my yard, which is so dumb. That's mm -hmm. such a like, and she's like, why? Like it's, it's worth, your time is worth more money than we're going to yeah. <laughs> pay them to mow the yard. hundred percent. Like, you know what I mean? And I like, I don't know why that was such a hard thing for me to get in my brain, but she was absolutely right. Like yeah. that's the most negligible, dumb thing. But in my head it was on the list and I yeah. had to do it. You know, what does that, I mean, what does that look like? uh for you like I, I i don't know it sounds like you kind of have already come to grips with that like no i can't i can't teach all of these dance classes and also be like present as much as i want to mm -hmm. yeah um i'm just a person who like i like to have i always think it's funny when people ask me what i do <laughs> because i'm like um it's hard to explain it's hard to explain i have a lot of different jobs yeah. like in the daytime i work at a consignment shop i do their social media and things like that yeah in the nighttime i teach dance classes on the weekends i do worship right um on it's also hard, we own a business yeah, it's right. hard to explain <laughs> like yeah. i do stuff for the business all the time i do sam's runs and um inventory sometimes just a bunch of random little right. tasks yeah and 
So I have my hand in all, all kinds different of different things. But it's it's hard to explain that. And so does it not like it feels not quite as fulfilling to have to say that? Like, yeah, um, I'm like, it's not I don't really have a career. It's more like I have a lot of different jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and taking a step back from all that, I'm like, what do I want like my life to look like in in five years, do I want to have 17 random jobs? Yeah. Not really. Right. Um, and it's, it's funny because all the little random jobs, they all like highlight something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Like, um, silly to say, but like, I love clothes. (laughs) Like I love clothes. So like working at the consignment shop, getting a good deal and posting things and helping people find stuff. I love, yeah, I, I love that aspect of that job. Um, our business, Mississippi Man, like we do all kinds of things where we give back to the community. Yeah. That's something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Um, doing, I mean, doing worship here is volunteer, but that's something that I'm passionate about. And teaching dance is something that was a big part of my life for a long time. It's something that I'm passionate about. Right. So taking a step back and being like, okay, all these things have something that I love to do, yeah. but I can't, I can't separate my time in, in that way. In that way. I can't do all of those jobs to my best ability well, because I'm spread so thin. And you wind up doing that thing where you're relying almost solely on Melissa and not like you like you're acting out of character and not yes, out of and not out of purpose. Place. Yes. Yeah. I think that like I almost want I know it's so dumb, but I was thinking about that yesterday. I think y'all were singing. What's the song that talks about being a vessel? Um, New Wine. Right. Okay. I'd, I'd never know the names of songs, yeah. which is so tough. Avery never knew them either, I'm and she was literally on stage I'm with us, so, so you're doing it. fine. But, you know, y'all were singing that song yesterday, and it reminded me of a book that I read by Phil Jackson, who's like this legendary NBA coach, and he's he's a very spiritual guy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't know that, but he was talking about, like, before every game, like, taking a second to center himself, mm-hmm. and it's it's this is gonna sound really corny but like that was his prayer he was like let me be a vessel you know whether it's through coaching and enabling other people to be really good at what they're doing Mm -hmm. what what what, whatever it is like let me be a vessel and i and when you guys sing that song it even kind of reminds me like especially if i'm going up to teach like okay this isn't like this isn't dependent on me yeah you know this isn't dependent on my giftings or what i wrote this week or Mm -hmm. whatever like I am solely trying to be in line with God's spirit and allow him to use me in that way. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I almost feel like that's going to be kind of a big song for our folks over the next however many months or a year. It's like, hey, be comfortable in your giftings. Mm. If, you are, if you're working in what God has called you to do, it's going to be way easier to fight against, like, those enemies that we talked about. Yes. And you're going to find a lot more peace, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. in this time in the summer. Yeah. I love the lyrics to that song. Um, The, like, I came here with nothing but all that you've given me. Like, Jesus, make new wine out of me. Yeah. And, like, if you can't, um, you can't do from yourself. Right. There, you'll run dry. Yeah. Like, if you have your hand in all these little things and you're running solely on who you think that you are, yeah. you're going to just drive right on up. Yeah. that al- I mean, that song is almost, it almost sounds like an anthem for kind of what you've, you're talking about. And even the season of life that you've kind of been working through and, and are enjoying in the summer too. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this is who I am. And yeah. that's what I'm going to be doing. So I don't know if that gets to all the like 
enemy and all of that stuff. But as far as like acting out of flesh and feeling like you need to be in control, I feel like that's a pretty good synopsis of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have any more thoughts on that? I don't know. I just, I, I we could really, talk about it yeah, for forever, I, I could literally talk about control <laughs> for the whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel pretty good about that, though, and kind of leaving it there. Well, if you're listening and you haven't gone back and listened to Nate's talk yet, I would say go back and check that out. And uh, I think we have some Ask Us Anything questions. Let's to do to. it. Let's do it. Am I super quiet in your ears or are you good? I'm good. Okay, all right, just making sure. Okay, so we are into Ask Us Anything, and we got a good one. Somebody actually sent me one yesterday. Um, We have a list that we're working from, but anything that lets me feel a little nostalgic, I'm okay to go go ahead and move to the front of the line. Um, So the question that I got was this. What were your favorite foods that you ate as a kid, things that you thought were amazing, but now you would not eat? Uh, And then tacked onto that what is something that you wouldn't eat as a kid but you love to eat now okay things that we ate ate as kids that we wouldn't eat now or vice versa all right so you remember like those kid cuisines oh yeah that had like Like the the random yeah the random like vegetables on the side and then they had like the chocolate pudding and they had like a like a penguin on them yeah 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 Yeah, they were like blue yeah okay well Anytime my dad would go out of town, my mo- that was like my mom, she didn't she didn't want to cook. Right. And so she would make or she would like let us go to the store and, and we could pick out like a frozen thing to eat for dinner. Right. What was the go to? Um, I always did the chicken nugs. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of but course. I would never eat that now. <laughs> you, looking back at things like that, I'm like, what was in that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's, that's... I would never touch a kid cuisine <laughs> no, now. No. That just feels disgusting. As, as research, we should go find one. I wonder if they're still in business, but we should go find one and just look through the ingredients of it. Like that's that's probably that'll be a fun thing to do when we have some video. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we, yeah, we could show it on the video. I'd be down for that actually. Uh, the only thing that I could think of is like this is so. Some some adult still eats this, and they're gonna hate that I'm saying this. But you know, like. Uh, so Fourth of July is this week. Mm-hmm. You'll grill. Mm-hmm. You have the burgers, and then you'll have like hot dogs, and they come in this package with like hot dog water. Uh, like disgusting. When we were kids, we would just grab hot dogs out of that and un- not cook them, not eat like, and just, and just eat these cold hot dogs. That is disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even want to hold a cold hot Ew. dog now. That's so gross to think about. I literally have not eaten a hot dog in like 10 years until yesterday. Y- really? Oh, yes. At, 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 at our 4th of July the thing? the 4th of July thing at church yesterday was the first time I had a hot dog in like 10 years. What did you think? It was pretty good. Was I had pretty, two. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been converted back. You know, that's a funny thing about Avery, actually, is that I've had Avery and Dalton over to our house a couple of times, and I would, like, grill. Mm-hmm. And she insisted that there be hot dogs. Like, What a random request I, like, as an adult. And not even, like, I was grilling burgers. Can we also get hot dogs, like, like steak or, like, chicken or something like that? She's like, could you also get some hot dogs to put the grub. like that's a weird that's a, she's a notorious picky eater though mm-hmm. uh, okay something that you eat now that you would never eat as a kid um sweet potatoes what i love sweet potatoes I do too. you wouldn't eat them as a kid no why was it because the color I, 
I don't know what it was. I just did not want sweet potatoes. I'm like, <laughs> if there's an option of a regular mashed potato or a sweet potato, obviously I'm picking the french fries or the mashed potatoes. <laughs> over the, over sweet, the sweet potato. potato. I had this like thing in my head about like, Sweet potatoes are healthy. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> it must taste disgusting yeah, because, because it's, it's healthy. Because it's healthy food. <laughs> yeah, right. But now you eat them all the time. I, I love sweet potatoes. I, I would choose a sweet potato over any other, like, starch. <laughs> I love sweet potatoes Same. now. We eat them all the time. Mm -hmm. I think mine's probably similar in that I have, like, as an adult, I will eat broccoli. I was literally, that was my second one. Yeah, especially, like, in the air fryer. Mm. I, I like it as a kid. I would rather like throw up than Oh broccoli. yeah. Like, I would have rather licked the dirt outside than, not a chance. than eating broccoli. <laughs> However, I still draw the line on cauliflower. Uh, cauliflower freaks me out. It's like sick broccoli. Yeah. It's like pale yeah, broccoli. I see that. You know what I mean? I do see that and, for sure. And Caitlin like tries to sneak it into stuff. Yeah, like the cauliflower mash. I'm or, not like, about it. Cauliflower pizza. I'm not about it. I can smell it. I'm yeah. like, that's cauliflower. Oh, it stinks. I, it's horrible. I, she pulled some out of the refrigerator that was like left over yesterday, and I was like, that doesn't even smell like food. <laughs> that's, that doesn't smell edible. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, remember like a couple years ago? Um, everybody was in a huge like cauliflower oh, it phase. Thing. It yeah. was a big thing. It was a big thing. Well, obviously I dabbled yeah, into you that. Had to, had to give it a shot. I bought a food processor. I did all the things, <laughs> and I was you like, went all in I went it. all in on it. Yeah. I was like making cauliflower pizzas at home and stuff. Were they good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have to like get past the <laughs> you have to get past it a little bit and then obviously you season it up. But it takes forever to make cauliflower crust. Oh, really? Yeah, you have to like um, boil it. And then you have to like squeeze all the water out so it's oh. not like, so it'll get crunchy and not like soggy. It's a whole a thing. Soggy pizza crust? It's it's a whole thing. Then I, you have to season it and you put eggs in it and all these things. Oh. And it just takes forever. I, like for what? I may be wrong. It doesn't even have that much added nutrition. No, yeah. I, like I may be wrong, <laughs> but I'm like, if I'm going to eat a pizza... Let's just eat a Go pizza. Go all in. You know, all like, let's in. just do it. And then, yeah. like, all the other days, try and be healthier. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know. That sounds that sounds like a great way to ruin a pizza to me. Yeah. I'm not a, not a fan of that at all. Tell I think that it's hilarious, too. Like, um, a lot of, like, my friends who are parents and us as well, like, we ate trash growing up. Oh, my gosh, yes. Absolute trash garbage and i'm like oh no it has red 40 in it like That's we can't sorry. like it has artificial dyes like we're not doing that no. um you know we, like buy her all the organic snacks yep. all the fruit yep. all the things and we literally ate like kid cuisines even like in college like, yes. like i was telling kate we were on vacation a couple of weeks ago and i was like i just feel kind of like gross because we haven't eaten well this week yeah. it's what you do on vacation yeah. and she was laughing and she was like do you remember like before we got married, how yeah. we ate like, literally cold pizza for breakfast. Oh, and I was invincible. Yeah, like you're totally fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could right. have probably still gotten up and ran. Of course, like yeah, yeah. On cold like pizza from the night nothing. before yeah, that cold, sat out on the counter cold all pizza night. And beer, it's like yeah. great to go. Yeah, yeah we're good fine. to go. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever, no big deal. Yeah, college Austin was a different animal altogether. So is college Melissa. Tell me this is so like, is Carolina a picky eater? Not really. Yeah. Um. She's actually a really good meat eater for really? like a lot of toddlers and kids they don't, don't like meat. meat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we always have a problem when we go out to eat because like 
the kids menu is like cheese pizza right grilled cheese and she wants quesadilla. Some i'm like sister wants a steak That's if you right. gave her a steak she'd eat it get that strip like <laughs> i uh i was at owen and jc terry's house a few weeks ago and they had this thing on their refrigerator and it was like these are our it was like a massive list mm -hmm. of hundreds of foods that they wanted their daughter emory to try before she was a year old or whatever. What a really awesome idea. Okay, I thought the same thing. I was like, because they told me all the benefits to it, but yeah. I was just thinking like, I'm 30 years old almost, and I've never tried whatever that is. Yeah. Like, I thought that was, and they make the meal for them, and they eat it too, uh -huh. and like, I was like, that's a that's a really cool idea. That is a really cool idea. I do wonder if it makes the kids less picky or if they like just try it once. I don't know, but like some somebody is probably making a lot of money off of that idea. I think like we gave Caroline whatever we were eating. Yeah. So like I mean, she goes to Mexican, sister gets a P five. Like she's getting <laughs> she's getting the rice, the cheese, the chicken or She needs to the, know how to order yeah. an L Ram. Yeah, we gotta get here. we gototta get the P five on right. lock. That's right. Um she eats everything that we eat, um, but I think that's so cool to have a list and oh, like yeah. go down and be like, okay, well, you've tried this. Now you need to try this. But in my opinion, um, I think if your kid's a picky eater, I don't think it has anything to do with it's like trying like, new they're stuff. Just picky. Yeah, because yeah. eventually they start getting opinions, and when they start getting opinions, it's they're going to be like, no, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. Sorry, my uh, I hang out with Blake and Shelby Maloney a lot, and their Tommy has like recently learned like no. Oh yeah, no, opinions. No, no. When the opinions start, it's oh my over gosh. with. Yeah, I'm like he is. He knows what he wants, and that's it's weird because he's a year old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Caroline just turned two, and she'll literally look at me and say, I don't want that, Mommy. <laughs> right, I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, it's funny. I'm like, I don't have kids, so I look at y'all's kids, and I'm like, wow, they're like real little people. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. She's a whole little person right. now with opinions. <laughs> okay, so food, yeah, I'm, st I'm staying away from the, the kid cuisine and, and cauliflower, <laughs> but we'll give it a shot. Maybe we should do like a tasting thing when we get a video. A little a segment. Yeah, like <laughs> we try new foods, yeah. I'd be down for that. We can fit that in. Okay, so we have, other than food, we have things to recommend, yeah? Uh-huh. Okay, let's do that. Sounds good. Recommends, recommends, ooh. All right, we are two recommends. You know, eventually... I'm going to re-record you singing the recommends okay. jingle. Okay. <laughs> Mostly because I can't, but that seems that seems fun. Um, <laughs> okay, so it's my week to recommend, and here's what I'm gonna do. I've, I've been thinking, uh, I've been thinking a little bit about this lately, actually. Even though I had a hard time thinking of what I was gonna recommend, I'm going to recommend that you and your family, whoever's listening, Verdes. Find some time this summer to watch movies mm. and not just like necessarily new movies, but revisit some older ones. Yes. Typically, are you guys movie people or we, like series people? Uh, we're movie people. Yeah. Yeah. See, like we typically watch series, but for whatever reason during the summer and like during Christmas time, mm. I movies. Yeah. I get into this mode where like I want to watch movies. Like yes. I, I want to sit there for two and a half hours mm. and get like fully invested in a story and like that's just that's just what it is yes. you know like um I, I don't know i don't know why that is what are y'all's favorite types of movies to watch andrew loves a good um like a war movie oh yeah andrew same. loves a good war I do movie too, but caitlin will watch them with me i'll watch them <laughs> 
I'll watch them. Um, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch this. And then every time I'm like crying, like, You're what a good movie. What a great guy. That was so good. What a hero. Yeah. War movies. I love a war movie. Uh, for whatever reason in the summer, I get kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if it's whimsical, but I'll like go back to like Marvel movies mm. or something like that. Also, like lately I've been into like this, like, I think it's because Caitlin's been out of town. So I can watch these kind of like horror thriller things because she won't do it with I me. I will not do it either. You know, something I've learned lately is that Reshma really likes horror movies she loves a horror film i did not know that like she knows better than to ask me to come over to watch that though <laughs> i am like i just like I, I i internalize stuff yeah right and i cannot watch you'll be feeling it days later days later <laughs> i will literally be sitting on the couch and it'll be broad daylight and i'll get scared where's <laughs> where's the line between like horror and like a thriller type thing because because i because you can watch a thriller movie. okay i watch a thriller movie i don't like anything that makes me feel like anxious at the end. Yeah. Like I don't like you any need resolve. Yes. Yeah. I like no matter no matter the resolve, it needs something. I don't want a cliffhanger. I don't want. Um, I don't like the leave you wondering kind of right. things. Yeah. I cannot stand that. But if surprisingly, one of my favorite movies. Have you ever seen The Call? I don't know that I have. It's like Halle Berry's in it. Uh. Uh-uh, oh so. my gosh! It is about this person. Um. Who it's it's a little girl. This yeah. little girl calls nine one one. Okay. Um, because someone's breaking into her house. Okay. And um, she's like the operator that answers the phone. Yeah. And she gets kidnapped, and so she's on the phone with this girl, um, while, as while, while it happens her? while they're kidnapping her, and um, she hangs up and she's like, I'm gonna go find this girl. Oh like, man. And so it's about. So she's like tracking her down. So yeah, so she's tracking her down. She just Liam Neeson's her and goes to find her. (laughs) You have to. It's really such a good movie. When did it come out? Is it newer? (sighs) Not really. I mean, maybe like so, two thousand twelve to two thousand sixteen, somewhere in there. Like that, though. I like that kind of thriller kind of movie. Not like yeah. I don't want any horror. I don't want any murder in the woods. I don't want anything (laughs) demonic. I don't want anybody who's coming to break into my house i kind of draw the line on the demonic horror stuff because i'm like "Eh, that's a little too real for me i don't don't need any see our uh, current series enemy of the soul uh i don't don't need any of that we're good yeah i'm fine on that do you are you and andrew like movie theater people oh my gosh we love going to the movies it's kind of an event right yeah yeah like i haven't really been in a long time i guess we haven't but we used to go all the time. So did we. And, and I really like it. I think COVID really, like, when they closed. Yeah. And there was kind of, like, a lull in movies coming out for a little while. Because they were while, just they couldn't, streaming services. Yeah, and they couldn't really, like, record because I of COVID. I mean, everybody, everything was closed. Even, right, yeah. like, sets. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think that kind of, like, took us away from going to the movies. Yeah. But we actually went a couple weeks ago to go see The New Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, yeah, And um, I heard it was really good. It was really good. I loved it. <laughs> I've heard good things. So y'all, yeah. So yeah, I just love the, you know, we used to do the, especially when we first moved here for Mm -hmm. whatever reason, we would do the, like, we would go eat maybe over there kind of like by the Renaissance. Uh And then we would walk over, you know, to the theater and Mm -hmm. get like drinks and popcorn and stuff. Like it was like a whole thing. And I just, I kind of miss that. All right. So bouncing off of that, what is your movie theater candy? 
Oh, man. I am a Sour Patch Kids guy. Sour Patch Kids? I am. I, I'm not like a super sweet, sweet. Okay. I think we've talked about this. But like Sour Patch Kids, because they get you like mm-hmm. in your jaw, mm-hmm. I love that. And so you get Sour Patch Kids, popcorn. Uh-huh. What's your drink at the movies? Uh, if I'm honest, it depends what kind of movie it is. Mm. Like if I'm over there, I'm probably going to like go to the bar and get a drink uh-huh. because they'll, cause they'll serve you. Yeah. Like they have the bar there. But I am also like kind of a proponent of like, if you get like a Dr. Pepper at a movie theater or like an amusement park or something like that, it just kind of tastes different, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the carbonation or whatever, but like, I like a Dr. Pepper. What about you? We are, uh, Dr. Pepper yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. And we get, um, uh, popcorn, obviously. Yeah. And I have to put the stuff in it because, you know, control. Right. Of course. <laughs> See our previous segment. What do you, what do you put in there? Um, the popcorn salt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I saw this hack one time that you, you're supposed to put a straw in the popcorn and then you press the butter what? and then the butter goes through the straw to get to the bottom of the popcorn. Whoa. I've never, is that like a TikTok hack? <laughs> I don't know where I saw that before. I've never heard of that, but that is a thing because the top will be all buttered and, and the, then bottom the bottom is dry. Is, like I would try my hardest to eat all the popcorn on top and give the rest to Caitlin. <laughs> See the control segment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's actually kind of genius. I know. So I always do the popcorn. I'm like, I'm putting the straw in, moving it around, making yeah. sure it gets evenly buttered. Right. Put the little sprinkle of the salt on top. Yeah. And then we get um, like Reese's Pieces. Oh, yeah. Or, um, or we'll get the Airhead Extremes. And like, so you have the sweetness. Out. Yeah, it dep- it depends on the mood. Those not airheads, together, but that's one of those candies that's like a little psychotic. Like, oh yeah, the airheads are <laughs> they're kind of dangerous. <laughs> as as an adult now, eating those, I'm like, that's a that's the real deal. You know, I think that's gonna be like my recent resolution. I don't necessarily do New Year's resolutions, but I will try for like to like I want to I want to go to the movie theater more. I don't even know what movies are out right now, but mm-hmm. like I want to go. When you're there, it almost doesn't even matter if the movie is bad. Yeah, because it, it's just like an experience. It's a fun little yeah. event yeah. that you did. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do that. More. That's a good recommend. Yeah, maybe it, it took a turn. Yeah, it took a turn it from just movies in summer the summer movies. to actually going to the movies. I like that though because also in the summer, like like we've traveled some, but like if you're not traveling in the summer, it can kind of get kind of boring. Yeah, you know. So maybe that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll go see Little Mermaid. That's a good one. I don't. Is it still out? I don't know. It, it probably is. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. Or the there's a new Pixar movie I want to see too. Oh, the Elemental. It looks really good. It does look really I good. I love a Pixar movie. See, you have you have a kid, so you can go do that and not even. Yeah, be, but I just she's too get, young to go to the movies. Just, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense, huh? Yeah. Okay. She would probably. I don't know. We I've gone back and forth with like. Would she do enjoy you think it? she would like it? Do you think, I don't know. But on Tuesdays they do five dollar movies. Oh my gosh! I'm that's, pretty sure. Okay, y'all don't y'all don't come for me if that's yeah. wrong. <laughs> say, but we're gonna have uh, Verdes on our hands. <laughs> the Verdes are gonna be like she, she said she they lied. were five dollars. They're gonna show up over there and they'll be like, uh, <laughs> Melissa said they were five. 
Please check the Vertical Plus yes. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't come for me if it's not $5, but the last thing that I heard was they did $5 movies on Tuesdays. All right. And I think that it's during the day. I don't know if it carries over into the night. That seems like a good summer special. Yeah. Right? I think that's right. Okay. So yeah. y'all don't come for me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, I'm taking off work <laughs> on Tuesday and going to spend $5 <laughs> over there. It's a solid recommend. Okay. I think that's all we got today. Sounds good. Sweet. So we will be back same time, same place next week. And uh, I guess we'll see y'all then. See you then. All right, bye.